Strangers creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome. To the B-Team Podcast, 31 Days of Horror, Day 17. Welcome, everybody. I am Josh, joined as always by my ghost co-host, Mr. Vincent Price. And today, I have two movies for you in a little theme that I have cooked up called The Seven Months War, a play on the Seven Years War, uh, because our first movie comes from England, our second movie from France, and they came out, you guessed it, seven months apart. Uh, So we're starting off with 1978's Terror, a.k.a. British Suspiria. Um, This came out less than a year after Suspiria. And uh, one of my favorite, very under-the-radar British filmmakers, Norman G. Warren, decided to try his hand at a very, very British Suspiria. Uh, So if you know the story of that one, It's along those lines. I don't want to say too, too much because we haven't covered that one yet. And obviously it's on my list. Um, So basically you have a notorious witch named Mad Dolly. And uh, she might or might not be haunting people in the present day who are making a movie about her. Uh, And what's interesting here is this then inspires the unofficial third sequel to Suspiria in the 80s which comes from the absolute mad genius Luigi Cazzi. Uh And that one just got a Blu-ray release last year. That was what Sarah got me last year. And I was like, you don't ever have to watch this movie with me. And she's like, no, I want to watch it. And afterwards, she's like, I don't know what the fuck we just watched. And that would be uh, Demon 6, a.k.a. De Profundis. Uh, but back to terror, you have a series of just... I think they're supposed to be college kids, but a lot of the uh, British actors, you know, they did like the American thing where they had people much, much older, although this, it was way more apparent instead of, you know, like 25-year-olds playing 21 or 32-year-olds playing 23, they would have like 44-year-olds playing 21 sometimes. Um, So yeah, this is uh, basically a really bizarre supernatural Scooby-Doo And there is this possible ghost of a witch that is just chasing these people around this movie set and uh, picking off friends one by one. Uh, And then at the end, we find out that there is just some crazy shit tied into legacy and bloodline, and maybe the witch does exist, maybe she doesn't. Um, I've seen people say it's not his best. I agree with that, although the one that I have is his best is a really fucked up movie, and yes, that is on the list, um, but yeah, Norman G. Warren did some really cool movies that don't get a lot of buzz, um, you know, I'm just gonna rattle some of them off, you have Terror, you have a movie called Prey, uh, you have a bizarre sci-fi movie in the boom of alien ripoffs called Inseminoid, uh, you can guess what that one's about, (laughs) and, um, there's, a bloody new year, which is probably his worst, although it's still enjoyable. And uh, then there's the the one I'm saving for a little later on. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, he, he only had about like five, six movies, all 
one right after the other and uh vinegar syndrome actually got the rights basically to the guy himself and short of a box set they have put everything he's done out so far and because i follow the you know international blue blue ray releases um there is a box set for i believe zavi or some uk distributor so uh our next movie is the 1979 Jean Rallin, he's back, movie, Fascination. Uh, this one is widely regarded as his best movie. I have it at second best, behind a movie that uh, we'll cover soon. And um, this one is about, you guessed it, vampires, or are they? Um, you have a group of fairly rich Parisian women in 1905. Uh, they have taken over this manor. There is other women who are basically like the help assigned to the stables and things. Uh, a man on the run from thieves stumbles onto this property. The women take him in and uh, the servants come in and everybody's like obsessed with this man trying to figure out his deal. And uh, oh yeah, the Marchioness is coming, and she is the queen of the vampires, at least in this region, and it's quite possible everybody on the manor is a vampire, or maybe not, because it's broad daylight, and they don't do typical vampire things, and uh, our head scorned lover, uh, instead of killing people with fangs, she wields a giant scythe. Um, this is one of his most bizarre movies, one of his most, I guess, action-heavy uh, it's definitely got a really high body count, and um, this is the one movie where you'd think he would get the sunrise thing right, but then he doubles back, and uh, yeah, you know, there's always a beach. <laughs> so those are our two movies for today, and I will catch you tomorrow.